Hey, and welcome back to the Hope Mum and Dad podcast with me, Fuzz, and me, Becky. We are a couple that are trying to start a family, and we have been trying for a while. And after some investigations, and we've realised that we need IVF treatment to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And this podcast is all about infertility, our IVF journey, and just hanging out in the IVF community, talking about stuff. For those of you out there who are in the same boat, uh, no matter what stage of the journey that you're at, whether or not you're right at the beginning or at the end, we're here talking about IVF stuff because it can be pretty daunting. And, you know, some people want to share a lot and talk about it and stuff. And some people um, don't want to talk about it, but they're still going for it. So we're here for you to listen to. And uh, you can, you know, talk to us, send us messages, both anonymously and non-anonymously mm-hmm. uh but yeah we are on episode number 32 32 yeah and yeah we'll just kick yeah. off the episode actually i was gonna say we should kick off the episode with this week's whispers, whispers. but i think we need to sort of i've just sprung that on you yeah there so, are no whispers because it's locked down i'm sure there'll be whispers somewhere mm. um so my uh like general life stuff i guess uh, my sleeping has always been really, really bad, which I'm kind of interested in from an IVF point of view as well, because um, I've, I'm starting to research things now and find out how important sleep is. Mm. It really is a big deal. Yeah. And I don't sleep much and I don't sleep at the right times and it's all good. But It's I've... a bit of an in-joke in my family and our family that you're a vampire. Mm. <laughs> like you, yeah. <laughs> so I've been nocturnal boy. Yeah, you know I've been working on things and doing editing. I've got, my job revolves involves a lot of like actually shooting stuff, um, like video and photography, and then also a lot of like learning and a lot of editing and a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be done on time. And with the bad weather as well, I've kind of but like... also needs to be done without distractions. And I think that's why you tend to do a lot of your work in the day because. Uh, in the night, because mm. there's no one around. Like, there's no distractions. Yeah, the dog's not, walked. You're not singing We're in bed. Dance, say, jumping up on tables. <laughs> like. Yeah. Nah, I, I don't know. I I think some people are just more adapt. Like, people... It's not weird if you're a night person. Mm. It's not. It's just, like, some people are wired that way. Anyway, I've been trying to roll back and, you know, get back on track with, like, a bit of a better schedule. And yeah. And I'm... I'm weird. I've got to be like really early. I'm really early and I'm fine. Or I'm really late. Mm-hmm. The normal like humdrum nine to five, like just general, like what everyone else does, I find super annoying. And yeah. Super hard. And when Fuzz says really early, he means really early. Because like I, I'm an early bird. Like I normally set my alarm when I'm on site at work between That's six. Like, and... He's a builder, by the way. <laughs> no, when I'm with. Between six and half six, so I can walk the dog and get ready before I go in. Mm. I only live around the corner, so I don't really need to get up that early, but I'm a morning person. But when you are Captain Early Bird, as you're cutely known, um, it's unreal. Like, you wake me up before my alarm, often at like four or five five o'clock in the morning, and it's never very fun at the beginning. Yeah, well... Yeah, and like basically, my I'm if I can wake up at like half five or six, right, mm. and get up. And when pre-COVID times, obviously we're in the middle of COVID at the moment. But if I can wake up um, and just jump in a pool yeah. and swim, then I'm sorted. I'm like I get a little bit of a dip, like come maybe two three o'clock in the afternoon. I get a little bit of a lull. But if I could just plow through that, then yeah. eat early. Or whatever, then fall asleep. You know, I I eat less naughty food, drink mm. less beers. But when I wake up late, all of that goes out the window. Yeah, and it's just a nightmare. So anyway, team early bird at the moment, uh, and I'm really sort of struggling a little bit at the moment. But I've got to like plan everything. If I need to go to bed early, I need to get get organized. everything done. Like early. way early. Like now it's like half six and other people probably like cooking their tea or doing whatever. Like if we did have to film the podcast, then I would mm. be like, right, let's tea wind down now. 
Yeah, and then no matter what, so say I say I think, oh, you keep o'clock. saying ten, you're making me hungry. Ten o'clock bedtime. Mm. I need to aim for eight o'clock because by the time all the other, by the ways and ifs and buts and that work themselves out, mm. it's like eleven. Mm. But anyway, so yeah, that's going well. I'm got good, uh, got a good feeling about it. I think yeah. I need to just keep going with the schedule. I'm listening to the Andrew Huberman podcast called Huberman Labs. Uh, on YouTube, Spotify, all over the place. That was a good advert. No, he's he's great. Um, Stanford uh, professor. Uh, really interesting how you can like control like your temperature and like the times that you eat and all these like little things to kind of help sort your sleep out, which is like the number one thing you need to do mm. to have a good life, pretty much. From what he's saying, like sleep is really important. Yeah, but don't stress about it if your sleep's not where you want it to be at the moment because that just makes Dressing sense. Dressing about it sleep makes it anxiety, worse. Sleep yeah. anxiety, yeah, it's not good. So yeah. that's my early bird. We've just been to see, we've just been to see huge fans of the podcast. <laughs> Absolute. Yeah. Like, if we had, like, tiers of fans, uh, then these guys would be the premier section of that. In the VIP section. Yeah. Uh, Lou and Matt. Yeah, because they're they're lifting, yay, lifting restrictions now. So you're allowed to meet people outside of your house. Like, uh, is it one or two people or a maximum of two households or two people? Anyway, it's one household. Mm. So we got to go and see Lou, Matt and Small Boy in real life. Socially distanced, of course. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. And yeah, like we said, they are our number one fans. Hi. Mm. They'll be watching this soon. Um, yeah. And that was lovely. And small boy is uh, mm. coming along. Yeah, he's so just cute. Wrecking his brand new vans and pedals. <laughs> yeah, he's so cool. He doesn't care. Yeah, he's setting the tone already. It's like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm a skater. I wear vans, but I'll fuck them up if I want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Puddle hunting. He's, he's funny. Very cute. Um, yeah, and we had an appointment this morning. A video consultation. COVID mm-hmm. times. Um, so with our like, consultant yeah slowly but surely like yeah on the on the bus as yeah. you then put it i'm talking about your mum as well uh we had a little it's not a whisper but we checked in with sheila beans and uh she's okay she's good yeah she's good oh sheila's probably in that premiere section of the fans as well oh you just remember it yeah, yeah. hi mum um but yeah it's getting it's really annoying like because we're still in lockdown and blah, 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 whatever. But like, uh, we live away from Becky's family. And like, mm. you know, I've lived, you know, like most people went with family and stuff. They think, oh, the in-laws, oh, it's a pain. And, you know, it's, but I love going to see parents. Mm. Like, so we're both kind of just missing them loads, aren't we? Yeah. And want to just be able to, because we normally go up every... Once a month. Once every six weeks. I said that we could go up more often and I would try and plan things and have the Mm. car ready so Friday night when you finish work we can get up there and stuff. Mm. And um, But yeah, it's just a bit rubbish really. We just want to go and hang out with them. Yeah, I mean we're lucky that your mum and dad live close so we've been able to go and see them at their houses like on the doorsteps Mm. on our dog walks and stuff because they're so close. And that's lovely but yeah, I miss seeing... My mum and dad in real life. You know, I lived with them for years. Mm. Like when me and Becky met, we met in South Korea. And it was like a weird kind of like not perfect time for either of us. And I was like, you know, I don't I don't want us to not carry this on because of like just a weird, Mm. you know, I'm finishing a job and I don't, you know, we we met in South Korea in a different country. And a long story short, um, I ended up just when I did finish my job coming back and like moving in mm-hmm. I it's weird I don't even think about it. I don't even think about that as being were you weird. nervous no you weren't nervous no. about coming and living in strangers no, strangers house no. <laughs> it weren't strangers though I um, spoke to them a bunch yeah it's weird it's like that, that that's crazy I don't even think about that it's weird you know like get on the plane arrive back there you go cool Sheila Jim Mike Meg uh, yeah and then just live there <laughs> and then like that's it. That's weird. Isn't that weird? How people... Yeah. That wasn't a big deal mm. to me. 
they're all there going, oh, it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it is a big deal for them. From NMS, you didn't not, do not other people, not many other people would do that. No, just like let a stranger come and live in the house. Mm. Well, you weren't a stranger to me. A obviously. foreigner, a foreign stranger. A foreigner. Yeah. Oh, are you foreign? Well, it's a joke, isn't it? Because I'm Welsh and English. <laughs> Alien. And they're on the border as well. So, yeah, he's like... But, yeah, yeah. so we're both missing um, the Parker household. Mm. Uh, and the whole the whole Parker household is vaccinated, which is a good sign. Yeah. Boop, boop. Um, and, yeah, like with our fitness, we haven't really been doing too much fitness. Oh, it's been shocking. But it's like we had 100 kilometre an hour winds yesterday. Kilometre, yeah, 100 kilometre... 100 kilometers per hour gust. Yeah. That is mental. That I let the like... dog out before we went to bed and I was, I was like, <laughs> Becky's like, Coco, are you okay? I, I think uh, Coco's eating some balloons. Why? She's like in the sky. <laughs> She's just blown away. No. Um, I was but surprised I did think when you let decking... the dog out. You were like, Coco. I was like, she's gone. She's just like... <laughs> she not only just goes out and comes straight back in, but she was exploring. Just around like a twister. <laughs> like so the scene what? in Wizard of Oz with what the hurricane comes. Yeah, but um, she was exploring because there was like stuff all over the garden. Um, the trellis had fallen down. I thought the decking I, had lifted. And only, so she was... To be fair, I just hung that trellis on two little screws. I didn't like mm. fix it properly. But the table had turned over and everything. Table the neighbour's garden furniture had turned over and flipped all over the place. Mm. Um, so it was a bit silly letting her out, but I didn't know how windy it was yeah. until it came back upstairs and it was blowing a hoolie. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I was, I was thinking like if we do end up having a kid soon mm. about childproofing things and then I was like, oh, shut up. Like, this. That's so, so you don't need to think even when they're born you don't need to think about that because until they start crawling when they're born, and you start showing them flashcards <laughs> screwdriver where's the hazard where's the hazard here <laughs> and what do we do to address it yeah um yeah so uh, we, our fit, we haven't really been doing too much fitness I did a run for the first time in a bike ride mm. and my legs are ridiculously sore yeah Becky's and I've been, been enjoying the, the runs that I've been doing but I've yeah I'm under the weather again. So no, you are though. Like, yeah, I know. We're all we're full of bugs. This is full like, of bugs. <laughs> full of bugs. <laughs> oh god. No. Well, I think we well, are. Well, my like, skin has like been reacting funny to. I think it's to my makeup. My eyes have gone all dry and puffy. Hence, there's no. I know I often appear without makeup on the podcast, so it's not unusual. Mm. But um, I've just ordered some new makeup because I think there was something I, wrong with I the like other one. I like it that you don't wear a lot of makeup a lot of the time. Mm, I remember you saying that in the beginning too. Because mm. you've had people in the past who like put it on. No, 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 no. I'm not comparing you to other people. I'm just saying that it's nice that yeah. you are yourself. I am who I am. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Doesn't mean I come without insecurities. No, but yeah, you just don't wear makeup. It is annoying sometimes how I'll be like, oh, yeah, should me. we do this? And you're like, I can't do that. I've got no makeup on. I'm like, ah, oh, but I thought you. Didn't care. That's why you don't have makeup. On, so. Well, I think makeup's an interesting Would you wear one to go into labour. If I wanted to, I think I find Venus. a lot of the time that if I put makeup on, I sometimes put it on because I enjoy doing it. When I was a teenager, I enjoyed playing with makeup, and even if I wasn't going anywhere, yeah. I'd like experiment with eyeshadow and do fun things. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I'll just put it on to because it's something fun to do. And it makes me feel good and look nice. I don't think you do that now, though. Yeah, I do sometimes. I did it the other weekend. Mm. Like at one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I'd been out and everything. And then I was like, I'm going to put some makeup on. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think makeup, some people feel like they have to wear it and some people don't. What I don't think sister? I'd go to school without you, makeup you... on. The kids would be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. Brings, brings that actually to happened that. to our friend once. No, but it brings us back to that amazing story because Becky teaches... And we live right next door to the school. Any other listeners some of, remember? Some of the probably. kids were like playing in the street, and like we opened the door. Oh, Becky opened the door, and the kids saw it, and they were like, "Miss, why are you so scruffy?" And I was just, like, "Yes, this is the best thing I've heard a kid say to Becky." Yeah, but in other news, like they play with chalk all the time in the street, and they they left us messages outside our front door once as well. Yeah, dress smarter. No. <laughs> it was like, we love you, Mrs. Chukas. It was very cute. Yeah. They're good eggs. Yeah. 
Uh, so our appointment today. Yeah, that's the biggest news. Um, except, you know, it's one of those big news, but no news. It's we like, kind of wanted... You've got an appointment. And you, this appointment is to tell you about another appointment. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, so we think we'll be doing our treatment in April or May. We hope. Fingers crossed. We don't know that at all. We don't know. Even the consultant didn't know because because of COVID, they are um, splitting treatment across two sites. So one is at the uh, Cardiff Hospital, which we've been going to a lot. And the other one is at the Neath Port Talbot Hospital, which we've Neath. never been to. Port Talbot. Yeah. So know some celebrities from Port Talbot. They don't have the diary for that hospital, so they can't say when it'll be. Um. Yeah. Uh, but we were talked a little bit. Well, talked in a little bit more detail. Becky's made a big list of the notes from today we're going to go over because it might be useful for other people. in the meeting. But she's trying to read them like a lizard at 90 degrees. <laughs> and I can't read your handwriting, so just turn the paper around. Yeah. So basically all of our blood tests were okay. They all came back negative. Um, we should find out what blood type we are, actually. Blood. Yeah, I don't think they do that, though. I think you have to ask. Mm. Um, I my just thought it would be in- useful, maybe. Yeah, it's definitely useful. You know, in Korea, they match people on um, with partners and couples oh, based really? on their blood type. I was going to say, like, on Tinder or whatever, yeah. as a joke. But yes, but yes. that's actually true, yeah. Um, you know, lots of people do star signs and they're into astrology over in Korea. And I think in lots of Asian countries, people are matched based on their blood type because it, they say certain blood types have certain personalities. Which is probably not true. <laughs> I don't know. It's a cultural thing. But I was thinking about getting my blood type, uh, like like a medical, well, I thought like a medical bracelet with my blood type. So if I did have like... A tattoo. Uh, it's probably... It's pro- like it, it's a bit extreme. Just know it and you tell me and I'll know it. And I'll tell yeah, but you. No, if I get hit off my bike and like I'm found and I'm like... You can store that kind of information in your phone now. And the phones, if, on no. the smartphone, you you crack your smartphone screen and you're done. Mm. And you, it's passed. Anyway, the, no, point, the point is, right, I think having... There's a, a feature. Ta- I think having... A, no, you meant to save it as ice uh, in case of emergency. But if your phone, if they can't access your phone screen, then you can't get it. Anyway. Yeah, we've just started watching Lost late yeah. to the party, especially because of our age. You can get, um, you can get like... Um, like like medical bracelets, but they, it's like a rubber band with a little plate on it, mm. and it's got like your emergency contact and stuff like. But it's something you got to wear. Yeah, you don't wear jewelry. I know. Couldn't you like put it on your watch? Oh yeah, you could. Like I think that was another option too. You know, like on, you, can, you know those you new can dog collars watches. that you get. Yeah. You know, dog collars. You can slide the collar into a little plate thing. Yeah. And then that's got the information on. Yeah. You could do it. With that, but I don't wear the watch on the bike. I don't know. It's but you I, could have it somewhere on your bike. In that, do you know how thing. you'll get to know your blood type if you give blood? People who give blood know their blood type, mm. and I that this is really silly. But if you found out that you were like an O or whatever, the one that is like that applies to everything, mm. then like you you pretty much got to go all the time. Mm, well, well, you don't have to, but if you don't. I've always wanted to give blood and I've never been able to because of my thyroid. And I don't think I can now. I'll have to double check. But I've always wanted to be able to do it and can't can't because of medicine. Not because I don't want to. But um, yeah, I really do. So I'll have to double check that you're allowed to take it on levy thyroxine. Do women lose blood in um, giving birth? Yeah. Not like... They obviously it depends. Blood, but not like crazy amounts today. No, they can. Our, our Katie had to have a blood transfusion. Your brothers, you know, yeah. your sister-in-law, our sister-in-law. Mm. I think she had to have a blood transfusion. Lots of people lose too much I blood. <laughs> I do think she did. Okay. She was in hospital for a while after. Mm. It is, it can cause serious problems and it just depends on the labour and what happens. But everyone's story is different. Mm. So yeah, that is a, a thing. I so, but we should give blood. I'll find out if I can, and you definitely can. So why not? Can I? Why not? As long as you don't have HIV, you haven't had tattoos within a certain number of weeks mm. or months, <laughs> so and I'll you find, haven't had I'll, any piercings. I find out I'm O negative. Get it tattooed on my wrist, being like, oh, so if I, you know, if I'm in trouble, people can give me 
yeah. a thing and then be, and then go to give blood and you go oh you can't do it because you've just got a tattoo yeah but they do it all online now and they tell you online before you even book an appointment whether you can or you can't yeah so in our appointment today they told us a few <laughs> back to the they, details a few things mm-hmm. that were well, what did they tell uh, us so as I said our virology is negative our blood work came back our blood work came back good my thyroid functions normal yay they said so they checked us for sexual transmitted diseases mm-hmm. didn't they? that would have been a shock if they came back they must be able to, you must be able to contract them without getting them from someone else because no other, well so but they could they, I mean, you'd have they, to be promiscuous so if that's anyone, why they so called... everyone in the world just took uh, the pills or the medicine to get rid of it and didn't have sex and then started having sex again. There would be no STDs in the world ever again. I'm not really sure, but I think Where the original animals. <sighs> You're shocked. No, I'm pretty sure that... I don't know. Anyway, they so... Did. That's what they... No, I know, but think. there's got to be a way. I, they might, if it was only from passing it on, then they they wouldn't be... I, I find it hard to believe that they're still around. But they are. Well, now they've got a HPV vaccine anyway, so young teenagers get that now. Mm. So that eventually will go, I assume. Mm. But So these, uh, but Dr. D'Angelo is uh, Italian. Mm-hmm. She's got Italian, very thick Italian accent. But <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought she was just like, you know when she was like going through the lists of diseases? Mm-hmm. Horrible diseases like chlamydia and blah, blah, blah. But when you say them, I was like, "Oh, when you say them, they sound quite nice." Chlamydia, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I was just, yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, she's got a good bedside. Is it bedside manner? Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, delivering news and stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's really yeah. good. I mean, I've been fangirling over her for a long time on this show, so uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's really good. Really good. And actually, we were talking about COVID and vaccines, and she was saying in Italy they're doing it differently, mm. and you know, frontline workers are all getting it before the elderly, um, because obviously they can shield because they, they don't it. have to work. They had it bad when it went. Down I know, but I think our numbers are worse now, aren't they? But it was worse in their peak. Yeah, they, I just remember seeing trucks. Army trucks just taking mm. corpses away. Horrific. You didn't see them, but you, just, you, you knew that they were full. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, those so nose, blood tests STDs. Are good. No. What else did she check for something else though? Didn't she in the blood? Uh no. HIV, hepatitis. Thyroid function is fine, and your DNA test is pending still. So we still um, have to wait for that. And that DNA test was to find out if I've got Y chromosome deletion. Deletion? Yeah. Wow. Don't even have a Y chromosome. No, it means part of the Y chromosome is missing. Which me and so there's two possible outcomes for that. One, um, it's fine and we have no idea mm-hmm. why I've got a low count. Um, or two, it is an issue. Mm-hmm. Like and that is part that could be responsible for my low count. But if we have a kid yeah. and it's a boy, mm. Then the, he would definitely inherit it. Definitely, think so. Yeah, either definitely or quite likely have the same issue. It's why like, girls don't have why. Anyway, it, she said boy, and she said yeah, because girls are double X and yeah. boys are XY. Yeah, chromosomes. Yeah, so um, I think I don't know, but yeah, basically, if if it's if it's if it's a thing, then it means if we have a kid and it's a boy, then he'll have the same thing, probably. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. So, and then so, what else? Your thyroid function was okay. Yeah. Uh, she said, yeah, so the next steps are having an appointment with the nurse to talk about medication. And then we'll pick up the medication from the other hospital. And she just talked a little bit about the whole procedure. She said... Um, Based on what we've got, eggs and oh, my sperm, sperm wise, yeah, so yeah. She talked about my count. She said, even Be- though it's low, it's fine because there's enough of them. Yeah, there's enough of them for the number of eggs. They only need one this sperm for one egg. Bob, um, George, and Adam <laughs> calling on you. Yeah. yeah, line up, boys. Um, so yeah, she just said, you know, a bit about the procedure. I don't know what the medications call, but they put you on some kind of drug to 
regulate, not regulate, but just take over control of your menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. And so that's on a particular time frame. And then we will have an injection once a day for five days and then twice a day for an so extra five days. I've got an appointment with a urologist consultant who's going to give me an ultrasound mm. and check me out and stuff, which yeah. they said they're going, our treatment's not going to go. We're not going to go ahead and start going for it like injections and all that stuff mm. until it's been wrapped up with a urologist. Um, That's what she said. Oh. But you're seeing the urologist on Tuesday. Yeah. But she said we don't have to wait for the scan appointment to come through okay. to start it, I don't think. So you've well, got an appointment on Tuesday to see the urologist in person and to have your blood extra blood tests. Um, your blood tests as well? No, just you. I'm not having any more. Yours is to check. Check you remember your prolactin and your testosterone, mm-hmm. um, and and then a scan appointment will come through at some point for you. Yeah, uh, but I don't think we have to wait for that. She said we can just go ahead. So we're just waiting on your scan appointment to come through and the nurse's appointment, and then hopefully we'll be able to get going. And then once we're on the medication and we're injecting, then I think I have a couple of regular scans. Yeah, and she did. A, Confirm that I probably am at more risk of that OHSS uh, over syndrome, over ovarian hyperstimulation. Basically, yeah, it's when your eggs get released too much yeah. and then have big they get too big or something. So then they freeze all the embryos and wait to put it back in. Otherwise, they'll be doing to get to regulate. So they'll yeah. try one fresh, won't they? Not if I get that, then no. Uh, okay. So if I get that, they won't put anything fresh in. Well, what about if you had one put in and then you got it? I think they don't put it in. I think they know you're going to get it before they put it in because they monitor you. Maybe with blood tests or maybe just from the scans. Okay. So yeah. they won't put it in if it looks like I'm going to get it. Even if they think I'm going to get it, they won't put it in and then I might not get it. And that would be annoying, but good because I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I don't really know when it is, but it could yeah. be... April, May? April, May. So, like, I, we shouldn't guess who sucked into it. No. We should just, like, and we, It we was get... confirmed as well that if we are lucky and it works and we end up with a live birth, then if we want any more children, we have to pay for them. Mm. The treatment for that, which is fine. Just my have to well, start saving. This... Yeah, I knew this would happen. Like, if we have one kid, I'm happy. The amount of stress and, like, pain and yeah. waiting we've been through, yeah. I think that, like, once we have one kid, mm-hmm. you should... Calm down. ...be grateful and just be... You don't think I'd be grateful? No, That's but, a bit rude. No, but going through the whole process is stressful and, like, it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't even think I want to go through another one. If we were successful the first time, why have you got your fingers in your mouth? Why not? Coronavirus. <laughs> if you see something, say something. <laughs> she had her fingers in her mouth. <laughs> no. Get her. Get her. No, but I uh, like when you start, when you have to start paying for it and then it's unsuccessful and then another one is unsuccessful and you're just thinking like how much, you know, that could add up. Quickly. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't got any kids and you, desperately want to start family i can see that but once you know once you've got one yeah i agree do you yeah i mean it's just it's uh not what i would like to choose in an ideal world no but we're lucky we can even do ivf Mm -hmm. i know yeah yeah so and um we also found out that there's an eight percent chance even though they put one embryo in that it could become two babies. Yeah. Bar and going free. Yeah. Mm. Bog off baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. So, good so times. We just got to wait around. But yeah. we, Becky's still working herself up to asking other people to come on. Yeah, I have Slowly asked someone recently to come on and they yeah. couldn't. Um, Probably need to ask more than one person. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I just need to get the motivation. I'm sorry. There are a couple of people who I had in the pipeline before we slowed down before Christmas. Um, so I'll contact them again because they were keen before. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
So we are literally falling asleep. So we're gonna go pretty yeah. much. And we hope you all have a lovely day, morning, evening, whatever time you're listening. Mm. And we will, uh, and we will, and we, we will, will <laughs> see you soon next week. Bye. Hey, and welcome back to the Hope Her Mum and Dad podcast with me, Fuzz, and me, Becky. We are a couple that are trying to start a family, and we have been trying for a while, and after some investigations, and we've realized that we need IVF treatment to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And this podcast is all about infertility, our IVF journey, and just hanging out in the IVF community, talking about stuff. For those of you out there who are in the same boat, uh, no matter what stage of the journey that you're at, whether or not you're right at the beginning or at the end, we're here talking about IVF stuff because it can be pretty daunting. And, you know, some people want to share a lot and talk about it and stuff. And some people um, don't want to talk about it, but are still going for it. So we're here for you to listen to. And uh, you can, you know, talk to us, send us messages, both anonymously and non-anonymously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we are on episode number... 32. 32. Yeah. And yeah, we'll just kick yeah. off the episode. Actually, I was going to say we should kick off the episode with this week's whispers. whispers. But I think we need to sort of... I've just sprung that on you. Yeah, there so, are no whispers because it's lockdown. I'm sure there'll be whispers somewhere. Mm. Um. So my uh, like general life stuff, I guess... Uh, my sleeping has always been really, really bad, which I'm kind of interested in from an IVF point of view as well, because um, I've, I'm starting to research things now and find out how important sleep is. Mm. It really is a big deal. Yeah. And I don't sleep much and I don't sleep at the right times and it's all good. But It's I've... a bit of an in-joke in my family and our family that you're a vampire. Mm. <laughs> like you, yeah. <laughs> so I've been nocturnal boy. Yeah, you know I've been working on things and doing editing. I, I've got my job revolves involves a lot of like actually shooting stuff, um, like video and photography, and then also a lot of like learning and a lot of editing and a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be done on time. And with the bad weather as well, I've kind of but like... also needs to be done without distractions. And I think that's why you tend to do a lot of your work in the day because. Uh, in the night, because mm. there's no one around. Like, there's no distractions. Yeah, the dog's not, walked. You're not sitting We're in bed. Down, say, jumping up on tables. Like. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I, I don't know. I I think some people are just more adapt. Like, people... It's not weird if you're a night person. Mm. It's not. It's just, like, some people are wired that way. Anyway, I've been trying to roll back and, you know, get back on track with, like, a bit of a better schedule. And yeah. I'm... I'm weird. I've got to be, like, really early. I'm really early and I'm fine. Or I'm really late. Mm-hmm. The normal, like, humdrum, nine to five, like, just general, like, what everyone else does, I find super annoying and yeah. super hard. And when Fuzz says really early, he means really early. because like five I, or six. I'm an early bird. Like, I normally set my alarm when I'm on site at work between That's six. Like, and... He's a builder, by the way. <laughs> no, when I'm... With between six and half six so i can walk the dog and get ready before i go in mm. i only live around the corner so i don't really need to get up that early but i'm a morning person but when you are captain early bird as you're cutely known um it's unreal like you wake me up before my alarm often you at like four up. <laughs> at like four or five o'clock in the morning and it's never very fun at the beginning yeah well yeah, and like basically, my I'm if I can wake up at like half five or six, right, mm. and get up. And when pre-COVID times, obviously we're in the middle of COVID at the moment. But if I can wake up um, and just jump in a pool yeah. and swim, then I'm sorted. I'm like I get a little bit of a dip, like come maybe two three o'clock in the afternoon. I get a little bit of a lull. But if I could just plow through that, then yeah. eat early wherever then fall asleep you know i i eat less naughty food drink mm. less beers but when i wake up late all of that goes out the window yeah and it's just a nightmare so anyway team early bird at the moment 
uh, and I'm really sort of struggling a little bit at the moment but I've got to like plan everything if I need to go to bed early I need to get get organized. everything done like early. way early like now it's like half six and other people probably like cooking their tea or doing whatever like if we did have to film the podcast then I would mm. be like right let's wind down now yeah and then no matter what so say I say I think oh you keep o- saying tea and you're making me hungry 10 o'clock bedtime mm. I need to aim for 8 o'clock because by the time all the other by the ways and ifs and buts and that work themselves out mm. it's like 11 mm. but anyway so yeah that's going well I'm got good uh Got a good feeling about it, I think. Yeah. I need to just keep going with the schedule. I'm listening to the Andrew Huberman podcast called Huberman Labs uh, on YouTube, Spotify, all over the place. That was a good advert. No, he's he's great. Um, Stanford uh, professor. Uh, really interesting how you can like control like your temperature and like the times that you eat and all these like little things to kind of help sort your sleep out which is like the number one thing you need to do mm. to have a good life pretty much from what you're saying like sleep is really important yeah but don't stress about it if your sleep's not where you want it to be at the moment because that just makes stressing it about it sleep makes it anxiety. worse yeah. yeah it's not good so yeah. that's my early bird we've just been to see we've just been to see huge fans of the podcast <laughs> absolute yeah. like if we had like tiers of fans uh, then these guys would be the premier section of that. In the VIP section. Yeah. Uh, Lou and Matt. Yeah, because they're, they're lifting, yay, lifting restrictions now, so you're allowed to meet people outside of your house. Like, uh, is it one or two people or a maximum of two households or two people? Anyway, it's one household. Mm. So we got to go and see Lou, Matt and Small Boy in real life. Socially distanced, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was fun. And yeah, like we said, they are our number one fans. Hi! Mm. They'll be watching this soon. Um, yeah, and that was lovely. And small boy is uh, mm. coming along. Yeah, he's so Just cute. wrecking his brand new vans and pedals. <laughs> yeah, he's so cool, he doesn't care. Yeah. He's setting the tone already. It's like, yeah, I'm cool, I'm a skater, I wear vans, but I'll fuck them up if I want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Puddle hunting. He's, he's funny. Very cute. Um yeah, and we had an appointment this morning, a video consultation, COVID mm-hmm. times, um, so with our like, consultant. Yeah, slowly but surely, like yeah. on the on the bus, as yeah. your mum put it. I'm talking about your mum as well. Uh, we had a little. It's not a whisper, but we checked in with Sheila Beans, and uh, she's okay. She's good. Yeah, she's good. Oh, Sheila's probably in that premiere section of the fans as well. Oh, you just remember it. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Mum. But, yeah, it's getting, it's really annoying, like, because we're still in lockdown and blah, blah, whatever. But, like, uh, we live away from Becky's family. And, mm. I, you know, I've lived, you know, like most people went with family and stuff, they think, oh, the in-laws, oh, it's a pain. And, you know, it's, but I love going to see parents. Mm. Like, so... We're both kind of just missing them loads, aren't we? Yeah. And want to just be able to... Because we normally go up every... Once a month. Once a month, maybe. Once every six weeks. I said that we could go up more often and I would try and plan things and have the Mm. car ready so Friday night when you finish work we can get up there and stuff. Mm. And... um, But yeah, it's just a bit rubbish, really. We just want to go and hang out with them. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky that your mum and dad live close, so we've been able to go and see them at their houses, like on the doorsteps, Mm. on our dog walks and stuff, because they're so close. And that's lovely, but yeah, I miss seeing my mum and dad in real life. You know, I lived with them for years. Mm -hmm. Like when me and Becky met, we met in South Korea, and it was like a weird kind of like not perfect time for either of us. And I was like, you know, I don't, I don't want us to not carry this on because of like just a weird, mm. you know, I'm finishing a job and I don't, you know, and it, we, we met in South Korea in a different country. And a long story short, um, I ended up just, when I did finish my job coming back and like moving in, mm. I it's weird. I don't even think about it. I don't even think about that as being Were weird. you nervous? No. You weren't nervous no. about coming and living in str- a stranger's no. house? They weren't strangers though. I'd um, spoke to them a bunch. Yeah. 
it's weird it's like that that's that's crazy i don't even think about that it's weird you know like get on the plane arrive back there you go cool sheila jim mike meg uh yeah and then just live there <laughs> and then like that's it that's weird. <laughs> isn't that weird how people yeah that wasn't a big deal mm. to me they're all there going oh it was a big deal <laughs> Yeah, it is a big deal for them. Not not other people. Not many other people would do that. No, just like let a stranger come and live in the house. Mm. Well, you weren't a stranger to me. A foreigner, a foreign stranger. A foreigner. Yeah. Oh, are you foreign? Well, it's a joke, isn't it? Because I'm Welsh and English. (laughs) Alien. And they're on the border as well. So yeah, like. But yeah, Yeah. so we're both missing um, the Parker household Mm. uh, and the whole the whole Parker household. Is vaccinated, which is a good sign. Yeah. Whoop whoop. Um, and yeah, like with our fitness, we haven't really been doing too much fitness. Oh, it's been shocking. But it's like we had hundred kilometer an hour winds yesterday. Kilometer, yeah, hundred kilometer, hundred kilometers per hour gust. Yeah, that is mental. That I let the like... dog out before we went to bed, and I, <laughs> I was like, Becky's like, Coco, are you okay? I think uh, Coco's eating some balloons. Why? She's like in the sky. <laughs> She's just blown away. No. Um, I was but I did think when our decking. Out, you were like, Coco. I was like, she's gone. She's just like. Whoosh. She not only just goes out and comes straight back in, but she was exploring. She's around like a twister. <laughs> like the scene in Wizard of Oz with what the hurricane. What have you done? Comes. Yeah, but um, she was exploring because there was like stuff all over the garden. Um, the trellis had fallen down. I thought the decking I, had lifted, and only, so she was. To be fair, I just hung that trellis on two little screws. I didn't like mm. fix it properly. But the table had turned over and everything. The table. The neighbor's garden over. furniture had turned over and flipped all over the place. Mm. Um, so it was a bit silly letting her out, but I didn't know how windy it was yeah. until it came back upstairs and it was blowing a hoolie. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I was, I was thinking like if we do end up having a kid soon. Mm about childproofing things and then I was like oh shut up like this that's so you don't need to think even when they're born you don't need to think about that because until they start crawling when they're born you start showing them flashcards (laughs) screwdriver where's the hazard where's the hazard here (laughs) what do we do to address it yeah um yeah so uh, we we haven't really been doing too much fitness I did a run for the first time in a bike ride Mm -hmm. and my legs are ridiculously sore yeah, Becky's and I've been, been enjoying the, the runs that I've been doing, but I've, yeah, I'm under the weather again. So, no, you are, though. Like, yeah, I know. We're all, we're full of bugs. This is full of bugs. Full of bugs. <laughs> oh, God. No. Well, I think we well, are. Well, my like, skin has, like, been reacting funny to, I think it's to my makeup. My eyes have gone all dry and puffy, hence there's no, I know I often appear without makeup on the podcast, so it's not unusual, mm. but um, I've just ordered some new makeup because I think... There was something I, wrong with I the like other one. it that you don't wear a lot of makeup a lot of the time. Mm, I remember you saying that in the beginning too. Because mm. you've had people in the past who like put it on. No, 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 no. I'm not comparing you to other people. I'm just saying that it's nice that yeah. you are yourself. I am who I am. <laughs> yeah, that's not doesn't mean I come without insecurities. No, but yeah, you just don't wear makeup. It is annoying sometimes how I'll be like, oh, yeah, should me. we do this? You're like, I can't do that. I've got no makeup on. I'm like... Ah, oh, but I thought you didn't care. That's why you don't have makeup. On, so. Well, I think makeup's an interesting Would you wear makeup one to go into labour. If I wanted to, I think I find Venus. a lot of the time that if I put makeup on, I sometimes put it on because I enjoy doing it. When I was a teenager, I enjoyed playing with makeup, and even if I wasn't going anywhere, yeah. I'd like experiment with eyeshadow and do fun things. Mm. Um, so sometimes I'll just put it on to. Because it's something fun to do and it makes me feel good and look nice. I don't think you do that now, though. Yeah, I do sometimes. I did it the other weekend. Mm. Like at one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I'd been out and everything and then I was like, oh, I'm going to put some makeup on. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think makeup, some people feel like they have to wear it and some people don't. What I don't think sister? I'd go to school without you, makeup you... on. The kids would be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. Brings... That actually to that. happened to our friend once. No, but it brings us back to that amazing story because Becky teaches and we live right next door to school. Any other listeners some of, remember? Some of the probably. kids were like playing in the street and like we opened the door, or Becky opened the door and the kids saw it and they were like, Miss, why are you so scruffy? 
And I was just like, yes, this is the best thing I've heard a kid say to Becky. Yeah, but in other news, like, they play with chalk all the time in the street and they, they left us messages outside our front door once as well. Yeah, dress cute. smarter. No. Effort. It was like, we love you, Mrs. Chukas. It was very cute. Yeah, they're good eggs. Yeah. Uh, so our appointment today. Yeah, that's the biggest news. Um, except, you know, it's one of those big news, but no news. It's we like, kind of wanted... You've got an appointment. And you, this appointment is to tell you about another appointment. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, so we think we'll be doing our treatment in April or May. We hope. Fingers crossed. We don't know that at all. We don't know. Even the consultant didn't know because because of COVID, they are um, splitting treatment across two sites. So one is at the uh, Cardiff Hospital, which we've been going to a lot. And the other one is at the Neath Port Talbot Hospital, which we've Neath. never been to. Port Talbot. Yeah. So they don't have the diary for that hospital, so they can't say when it'll be. Um, yeah, uh, but we were talked a little bit, talked well, in a right, little so bit more detail. On, hang on, hang on. Becky's made a big list of the notes from today we're going to go over because it might I be useful for other people in the meeting. But she's trying to read them like a lizard at ninety degrees, <laughs> and I can't read your handwriting, so just turn the paper. Around. Yeah. So basically, all of our blood tests were okay. They all came back negative. Um, we should find out what blood type we are, actually. Blood. Yeah, I don't think they do that, though. I think you have to ask. Mm. Um, I my just thought it would be in- useful, maybe. Yeah, it's definitely useful. You know, in Korea, they match people on um, with partners and couples oh, based really? on their blood type. I was going to say, like, on Tinder or whatever, yeah. as a joke. But, but that's actually true, yeah. Um, you know, lots of people do star signs and they're into astrology over in Korea. And I think in lots of Asian countries, people are matched based on their blood type because it they say certain blood types have certain personalities. Which is probably not true. <laughs> <Just laughs> it's a cultural thing. But I was thinking I'd get my blood type like like a medical... Well, I thought like a medical bracelet with my blood type. So if I did have like... A tattoo. A, it's probably it's probably like it, it's a bit extreme. Just know it, and you tell me, and I'll know it. And I'll yeah, tell but you. No, if I get hit off my bike, and like I'm found, and I'm like, you can store that kind of information in your phone now. And the phones, if on no, the smartphone, you you crack your smartphone screen, then you're done, mm. and you, it's passed. Anyway, the no, point the point is right. It, I think having there's a, a feature. Ta- I think having a, no, you meant to save it as ice. Uh, in case of emergency, but if your phone, if they can't access your phone screen, then you can't get it. Anyway. Yeah, we've just started watching Lost late yeah. to the party. Especially because of our age. You can get um you can get like um like like medical bracelets, but they it's like a rubber band with a little plate on it. Mm. And it's got like your emergency contact and stuff like but it's something you've got to wear. Yeah, you don't wear jewellery. I know. Couldn't you like put it on your watch? Oh yeah, you could like I think that was another option too. You know, like on, you, can, you know those you new can dog collars watches. that you get. Yeah. You know, dog collars. You can slide the collar into a little plate thing. Yeah. And then that's got the information on. Yeah. You could do it with that, but I don't wear the watch on the bike. I don't know. It's but you I, could have it somewhere on your bike. In that. Do you know how thing. you'll get to know your blood type if you give blood? People who give blood know their blood type, mm. and I that this is really silly. But if you found out that you were like an O or whatever, the one that is like that applies to everything, mm. then like you you pretty much got to go all the time. Mm. Well, <laughs> well, you don't have to, but if you don't, I've always bit... wanted to give blood, and I've never been able to because of my thyroid, and I don't think I can now. I'll have to double check, but I've always wanted to be able to do it, and can't. Can't because of medicine. Not because I don't want to. But um, yeah, I really do. So I'll have to double check that you're allowed to take it on levy thyroxine. Do women lose blood in um, giving birth? Yeah. Not like, they obviously lose blood, but not like crazy amounts today. No, they can. Our our Katie had to have a blood transfusion. Your brothers, you know, your sister-in-law, our sister-in-law. I think she had to have a blood transfusion. Lots of people lose too much blood. (laughs) I do think she did. Okay. She was in hospital for a while after. Mm. It is, it can cause serious problems and it just depends on the labour and what happens, but everyone's story is different. Mm. So yeah, that is a, a thing. I, so, but we should give blood. I'll find out if I can and you definitely can. So why not? Can I? Why not? 
As long as you don't have HIV, you haven't had tattoos within a certain number of weeks mm. or months. <laughs> so and you I, haven't had I'll, any piercings. I find out I'm O negative, get it tattooed on my wrist, being like, oh, so if I, you know, if I'm in trouble, people can give me yeah. a thing. And then, be, and then go to give blood and you go, oh, you can't do it because you've just got a tattoo. Yeah, but they do it all online now and they tell you online before you even book an appointment whether you can or you can't. Yeah. So in our appointment today, they told us a few, <laughs> Back to the they, details. few things mm-hmm. that were, well, what did they tell uh, us? So as I said, our virology is negative. Our blood work came back. Our blood work came back good. My thyroid function's normal. Yay. They said, so they checked us for sexual transmitted diseases. Mm-hmm. Didn't they? That would have been a shock if they came back. They must be able to, you must be able to contract them without getting them from someone else because. No. Other, well, so, but they could. I mean, You'd have they, to be promiscuous. So if everyone, so if everyone in the world just took uh, the pills or the medicine to get rid of it and didn't have sex and then started having sex again, there would be no STDs in the world ever again. I'm not really sure, but I think Where the original animals. <sighs> You're shocked. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that I don't know. Anyway, they so, did. That's what they. No, I know, but think. there's got to be a way. Like they might, if it was only from passing it on, then they sh- they wouldn't be. I I find it hard to believe that they're still around. But they are. Well, now they've got a HPV vaccine mm. anyway, so young teenagers get that now. Mm. So that eventually will go, I assume. Mm. But so these. Uh, but Dr. D'Angelo is uh, Italian. Mm-hmm. And she's got Italian, very thick Italian accent. But. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought she was just like, you know, when she was like going through the lists of diseases, mm-hmm. horrible diseases like chlamydia and blah, blah, blah. But when she was saying them, I was like, oh, when you say them, they sound quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> chlamydia. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I was just, yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah. She's got a good bedside, is it bedside manner? Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. For delivering news and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she's really yeah. good. I mean, I've been fangirling over her for a long time on this show, so... uh, Yeah, she's she's really good. Really good. And actually, we were talking about COVID and vaccines, and she was saying in Italy they're doing it differently. Mm. And, you know, frontline workers are all getting it before the elderly um, because obviously they can shield because they don't have to work. They had it bad when it went I know, but I think our numbers are worse now, aren't they? But it was worse in their peak. Yeah, I just remember seeing trucks... Army trucks just taking mm. corpses away. Horrific. You didn't see them, but you, just, you, you knew that they were full. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, those so no blood tests STDs. Are good. No. What else? Did she check for something else though? Didn't she in the blood? Uh, no. HIV, hepatitis. Thyroid function is fine, and your DNA test is pending still. So we still um, have to wait for that. And that DNA test was to find out if I've got Y chromosome deletion. Deletion? Yeah. Wow. Don't even have a Y chromosome. No, it means part of the Y chromosome is missing. Which means, and so there's two possible outcomes for that. One, um, it's fine and we have no idea mm-hmm. why I've got a low count. Um, or two, it is an issue mm-hmm. Like, and that is part, that could be responsible for my low count. But if we have a kid yeah. and it's a boy... Mm. Then the, he would definitely inherit it. Definitely, think so. Yeah, either definitely or quite likely have the same issue. It's why like, girls don't have why. Anyway, it, she said boy, and she said yeah, because girls are double X and yeah. boys are X Y. Yeah, chromosomes. Yeah, so um, I think I don't know, but yeah, basically, if if it's if it's if it's a thing, then it means if we have a kid and it's a boy, then he'll have the same thing, probably. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. So, and then so, what else? Your thyroid good. function was okay. Yeah. Uh, she said, yeah, so the next steps are having an appointment with the nurse to talk about medication. And then we'll pick up the medication from the other hospital. And she just talked a little bit about the whole procedure. She said... Um, Based on what we've got, eggs and oh, my sperm wise, yeah. yeah. So she talked about my count. She said, even Be- though it's low, it's fine because there's enough of them. Yeah, there's enough of them for the number of eggs. They only need one this sperm for one egg. Bob, um, George, and Adam. <laughs> 
calling on you. Yeah. yeah. Line up, boys. Um, so, yeah, she just said, you know, a bit about the procedure. I don't know what the medication's called, but they put you on some kind of drug to regulate, not regulate, but just take over control of your menstrual cycle. Mm-hmm. And so that's on a particular time frame. And then we will have an injection once a day for five days and then twice a day for an so extra five days. I've got an appointment with a urologist consultant who's going to give me an ultrasound mm. and check me out and stuff, which yeah. they said they're going, our treatment's not going to go. We're not going to go ahead and start going for it, like injections and all that stuff, mm. until it's been wrapped up with a urologist. Um... That's what she said. Oh. But you're seeing the urologist on Tuesday. But she said we don't have to wait for the scan appointment to come through to start it, I don't think. So you've got an appointment on Tuesday to see the urologist in person and to have your blood, extra blood tests. Um, Your blood tests as well? No, just you. I'm not having any more. Yours is to check you. Remember your prolactin and your testosterone? Mm -hmm. Um, And... And then a scan appointment will come through at some point for you. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think we have to wait for that. She said we can just go ahead. So we're just waiting on your scan appointment to come through and the nurse's appointment. And then hopefully we'll be able to get going. And then once we're on the medication and we're injecting, then I think I have a couple of regular scans. Yeah. And she did uh, confirm that I probably am at more risk of that OHSS uh over syndrome, over stimulated, ovarian hyperstimulation. Syndrome. Basically, yeah, it's when your eggs get released too much yeah. and then have big. They get too big or something. They're gonna- so then they freeze all the embryos and wait to put it back in. Otherwise, they'll be doing to get to regulate. So they'll yeah. try one fresh, won't they? Not if I get that, then no. Uh, okay, right. So if I get that, they won't put anything fresh in. Well, what about if you had one put in and then you got it? I think they don't put it in. I think they know you're going to get it before they put it in because they monitor you. Maybe with blood tests or maybe just from the scans. Okay. So yeah. they won't put it in if it looks like I'm going to get it. Even if they think I'm going to get it, they won't put it in and then I might not get it. And that would be annoying, but good because I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't really know when it is, but it could yeah. be... April, May? April May, so like I, we shouldn't guess too sucked into it. No. We should just like and get we, excited when it we was get confirmed it. as well that if we are lucky and it works and we end up with a live birth, then if we want any more children, we have to pay for them. Mm. The treatment for that, which is fine. Just might have to well, start saving. This, yeah, I knew this would happen. Like if we have one kid. I'm happy. The amount of stress and like pain and yeah. waiting we've been through, yeah. I think that like once we have one kid, mm-hmm. you should calm down. Be grateful and just be. You don't think I'd be grateful? No, that's but, a bit rude. No, but going through the whole process is stressful, and like it mm. is. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Need, I don't even think I want to go through another one. Mm. If we were successful the first time. Why you got your fingers in your mouth? Why not? Coronavirus. <laughs> if you see something, say something. <laughs> she had her fingers in her mouth. <laughs> no. Get her. Get her. No, but I uh, like when you start, when you have to start paying for it and then it's like unsuccessful and then another one sounds successful. And you're just thinking like how much, you know, that could add up. Quickly. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't got any kids and you desperately want to start family, I can see that. But when she, you know, once you've got one. Yeah, I agree. Do you? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's uh, not what I would like to choose in an ideal world. No, but we're lucky we can even do IVF. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah, so, and um, we also found out that there's an 8% chance, even though they put one embryo in, that it could become two babies. Yeah. But I'm getting free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bog off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. So, good so times. We just got to wait around. But yeah. we, Becky's still working herself up to asking other people to come on. Yeah, I have Slowly asked someone recently to come on and yeah. they couldn't. Um, Probably need to ask more than one person. Yeah, I do. 
But I just need to get the motivation. Mm. I'm sorry. There are a couple of people who I had in the pipeline before we slowed down before Christmas. Um, so I'll contact them again because they were keen before. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we are literally falling asleep. So we're going to go pretty yeah. much. And we hope you all have a lovely day, morning, evening, whatever time you're listening. Mm. And we will. Uh, and we will. And we will. We will. <laughs> See you soon next week. Bye.